0: Welcome to another BritFlix.com podcast. My name's Stuart Wright and sat with me today is Paul Fletcher. Hello, Paul. Hello. Paul, why are we sat here?
2: Uh, I've come here today to talk about the Walthamstow International Film Festival, which is in its fifth year. Yeah. Um, It's open for entries as we speak. The entry deadline is the end of April. And it's a short film festival in Walthamstow.
0: Right, okay. So the first question that, that, that trots off my lips is... Why International in
2: Walthamstow? That's a great question, Stuart. Well, when we decided to um, set up a film festival, we could have quite easily called it the E17 Film Festival, which is our postcode. Mm. Or we could have called it the, the East London Film Festival, except there was one already. So what we did instead, we, our area is Walthamstow. So we said, it's Walthamstow, and, but it's going to be open to anybody around the world because we're going to put it on, on the internet. So we were going to call it the Walthamstow International Film Festival. And we thought, you know, if they enter... If some kid in Japan or Argentina enters and he thinks where the hell is Wolfenstow, it's gonna it's gonna force him to look on the map well, if he's interested and, <laughs> and and find out where Wolfenstow is. So it was it was our sort of credit for Wolfenstow, our little bit of putting Wolfenstow on the map.
0: No, no, it's good because obviously the temptation will be to exploit the name of London exactly in, in, in a world way we'll exactly promote. Uh, so we were many, so local. So you're in, your, you're in your fifth one. How how many entrants are you getting now? Um, well, or, last year, how many entrants did you get last year?
2: Uh, about 130 last okay, year. Okay, okay. Which is up from 100, which is up from... I think the first year was 50. Then it sort of like goes up incrementally about 20 or 30, yeah. Okay. It might be different this year because... Um, i put it on a few more websites, so I'm hoping for some more, for, for a, a greater number. And, and the limit is... As long as we can show them all in over the over the course of the weekend of a film festival, they'll all be shown.
0: When it when is when is when is the film festival? The film
2: festival is in June. It's yeah. in June, the first weekend of June. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's locally, it's in uh, Vestry House Museum in in Walthamstow. yeah, so it's there. The, the reason we started it, I should go back a bit. I yeah, think. go on. Um, my wife and I, Lisa, let's call her Lise, because that's Lise. We came to we moved to Wolfestown in the past we lived in, in the Angel Islington which is in London and we were making short films and we liked making short films and we're part of the digital revolution where whereby you could make a short film very easily, very cheaply, and you could edit it on the computer with some software. We you know, we got on the on the on the cusp of that. So we're making short films, we're putting them in festivals, we we had them in a few festivals around the world. In fact, um they liked us in eastern europe in belgrade they invited us over in the ukraine in kiev they were in we got some we were shortlisted there but in london they didn't seem to find our films very interested well that's okay so anyway we moved to walthamstow and we bought a house and you know before you know it you got a family you got a mortgage you got kids but so the, the film um making was on a back boiler on a low light, very low light, nearly extinguished, to be honest. <laughs> but what started again was the kids. And, you know, when we had kids, I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to film them all the way through their year, which, you know, take their little you know, birthdays, our holidays and Christmas and stuff. And then at the end of the year, I'm going to edit it right down to 10 minutes. So I've got 10 minutes for every year. And then when they're 18, I'm going to give it to them. It's going to be like, you know, 180 minutes. This is your life. And, yeah, you know, I started doing this and I've been doing it for five, six years. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was really going well. And in Wolfhamstow they have this thing called the Art Trail, where people, once a year, show their art. Now, they show it in, in studios, or they show it in the street, they show it in rooms at the back of the pub, or in the pub, or they, they open up their house and show it. Yeah. So there's a big variety of art. There's uh, paintings, there's sculptures, there's
0: Even shops, don't you? even ceramics. shops all themselves up to show That's it, right,
2: it? that's right. And there's fabrics, all sorts. Uh, except we didn't see any film. We, you know, we, we, there might have been some. I didn't see any. And we went more or less all the way around it, as far as we could, all the way around the art trail. And that night we went to the pub and had a few beers. And before you know it, the beer mat was being written on. And I'm saying, why don't we start a little art festival? Why don't we do a little art festival, uh, 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 a film festival for next year's art trail? And Lisa was saying, oh, I don't know what we can do. I so, said, yeah, 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 we, we, what we'll do is we'll just, we'll just get some, I'll just put it on the internet and see what happens. And we did and before we knew it, we were t- telling people we are going to run this film festival in Walthamstow, a short film festival, we are going to highlight Walthamstow, and we are going to do it part of the art trail. That was great. That was no problem. You can do that on the internet easily, two clicks. But then we thought, where the hell are we going to show them? And um, we have a friend who's an artisan, and he wanted to go on this uh, uh, master's degree on wood making. And I remember seeing in a shop in Soho this huge retro telly, you know, like those 1950s Tellies, yeah, yeah, But they've blown it up to about, I don't know, five, six times. So it's huge on legs. Okay. And, and, and they were showing this film of the shop and stuff. And, I, and, you know, I I said, let's do a homage to that. So I got him and we went to home base and he bought a load of flooring, oak-look flooring. And he built this big frame. And then I went to the shop and the, the only, I had to invest. I had to buy um, a 45, 46-inch TV put that in flat screen with a little dvd player beside it and then you know we put it on legs from ikea and then we put it in and then we've got this guy who's got this um he's, he's got this retro furniture shop near us and it wasn't doing you know it wasn't getting a lot of people to have a look at it and he was trying to get footfall and we approached him and said what, what about opening up your retro furniture shop as a cinema for the weekend of the art trail and he said mm, i said come and look what my mates made and he came round and had a look at it, and he mm. went, "Okay, let's do it," because he thought, "Well, you know, at least if they don't come look at the films, they've got to come look at this television." So uh, yeah, so we had our big TV with E Seventeen films on the bottom, and we had the, the venue, and then we had the films coming in. They started coming in. How did you
0: How did you start? Get How did you get films to come in? What was your approach to shout, shouting out when you announced it's a new festival?
2: Yeah, yeah it is a new festival. So we go on the internet. Um, and you look up film festival listings, and then there was a couple of listing sites that were just looking for other film festivals to put on their site. So I just registered our film festival. It was free. And then we just said, this is our address, send us your films. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had five rules, the five golden rules.
0: For, for the films to be submitted to your festival?
2: The films that were submitted to our festival had well, to... What the five rules? The criteria was one. They had to be under five minutes. Okay. Two, it had to be family viewing, so not loads of uh, blood and sex and swearing. Mm-hmm. You know, kids had to be able to watch it. Three, it had to be in English or English subtitles. Four, it had to have been made within the last 18 months, so we didn't want any stuff, you know, you got the back of the drawer. We wanted people to start making new films. And, and five, it was just it had to fit in with um, one of five genres, which were drama, documentary, experimental, uh, music and Young Persons films, so under 18. Uh, and of the five categories, we've got a lot of experimental, which uh, <laughs> I like them, I really like them. But, you know, they're a hard sell, but at least they're only, they were only five minutes long, so you know you're watching some guy running around screaming in Latin with blood all over him, or you know, paint all over his face. You know it's only going to last five minutes. And then the next one... And then in the festival, we, we, we showed them alphabetically. So it wasn't in genre, it was just alphabetically on a loop. So people could come in, they could drop in, watch one, watch, watch two. Or they could stay. Some people just stay all <coughs> day and watch the lot. Okay. So then we got um, prizes. We decided to make a little competition. Uh, Lisa got in touch with the British Film Institute, which were really good. And they sponsored us by offering um, a prize for the guy there was offering a prize for the young filmmaker who would go on this um, course at the British Film Institute. And he said we can we can show the shortlist at the British Film Institute, and we could have the judging there. Mm. So we thought, oh, that's brilliant. We got the local waitrose to offer a bottle of champagne for the winner. We got a local artist to make the trophy. We got um, some some of the big um, software companies, uh, the film companies like on on online like Vimeo and um, Production Base and I <clears throat> there's another one, can't remember. Shooting people, they offered prizes. So. We, we put together a shortlist and we got independent judges to judge them and then uh, we also had the audience prize which was just as important. What's
0: people voting for their
2: film? They voted and they all say oh, I've only watched two or three I said yeah but did any anyone make an impression? They said yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's really important as well that the, um, the quality of the film was was not an issue. It was people who just put together a film. Mm. They could do it on their phone, they could do it on the camera, they could, you know, it wasn't professional at all on the one hand it was entry level anybody could enter and they still can so you know if you've made a film and you're quite happy with it send it to us we'll show it and you'll have an audience for it
0: so how do how do people submit the film
2: so they go onto the website which is well there's two websites so i'm going to give you one it is walthamstow international film festival.com that's
0: easy enough. okay i'll put a link in with the details for the podcast thank you very much to
2: So on the one hand, it's entry level. So anybody can enter and you'll have an audience. People will watch your film. You can come and watch it with your family. But then on the other hand, it's a prize. It's competitive. So you're up against your peers. You're up against international peers. But one point I've got to make is we don't really go on the quality of the film. We go on if the film's got a little bit of soul. A touch of soul goes a long way.
0: So what you, when you mean by quality, you mean high production value? aren't going to swing. Yeah,
2: you're not know, got a hundred thousand pound put on on this backing of your local. For it's got to have something else. Okay. I mean, it helps to watch it, of course, but the last film we watched the the, the film last year's film that won the film festival was made on a handheld video walking around the streets. Okay. Yeah. And what was and it, it
0: about that film that made it a winner?
2: It was a documentary about a young filmmaker who, who filmed his um. His uncle who had Down syndrome but his uncle was really into photography and he walked around the streets taking photos of things and just saying how happy he was and, and to the uncle he says I'm an artist even though you know what his photos were, you know, maybe not the most professional, but for him he was an artist and in the film he came across as an artist. It just it just really touched any viewer who watched it.
0: Okay. Now now the important thing is that, that, that from that festival more more's growing out in terms of you Putting your roots down in Walthamstow, that 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 it is not just an annual film festival. Is no, it? So, that's right. So, what has East Seventeen International Film Festival branched into?
2: So, on the back of the film festival, we, we now run um, uh, a film workshop group in in a local place in a, in the local back of the local pub. Where so, where, where's that? Where's that then? That's the Rose and Crown. That's on Ho Street in Walthamstow, and we meet once a month.
0: So that's and, and people can get the details off the
2: website. Thank you very much. That's okay. right. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So
0: people, anyone, any, any London based or people that want to travel into yep. northeast London, that's, yep. that's there's there's a date once once a month. That's them. right,
2: and you can also link up on our on our um Facebook site, which is E Seventeen Films. Okay. And I think there's a Twitter account as well. My wife runs all the uh, social media. So once a month we run a film club. Mm. We have a show a film, or they or the participants show their films, and we give them feedback, mm. or we, we talk about tips. We have guest speakers in. We talk about different aspects of filmmaking. You know, lighting, editing, sound, these these sort of things. Um, And also we do film workshops where we go into colleges, local colleges, and talk to them about their filmmaking and their media. If they're on a media course, we talk to them about how to get into uh, a job in film or in in media. We have some contacts in Soho in London where we can help them get internships. And You know, they show promise. And also they're always asking us how do we get our films into film festivals internationally. Okay. I mean, ours, I would say, is relatively easy to get your film into. But some, you know, are quite fussy. They get
0: or even quite picky. Oversubs- oversubscribed, maybe. Rather oversubscribed.
2: Than so and, that enables
0: and them to make the choice, doesn't that's it? That's
2: right. And and what you've got to do is you've got to look at their film festival and, and see what they're looking... You know, if it's a horror film festival, then obviously they're looking for horror films. So don't be sending in a drama with saying it's, it'll fit in because they'll just reject it. And it'd be a, you know, I mean, a it's interesting
0: you said at the beginning that, that you'd, you'd had more success abroad than yeah. the festivals. I mean, that's certainly a common a yep. common experience. um People not getting into maybe established British-based film festivals, yeah. but then finding themselves at the Los Angeles Film Festival. Yes. Because there is that. And there is that aspect that, you know, the, 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 the other, the foreign, yep. and obviously we are foreign. Exotic. When you're, when, when you're in Los Angeles, there's going to be no films... Like a film shot around Morons, though, is there yeah, yeah. at Los Angeles? That'll yeah. be a rarity. Whereas that's right. Streets of London would be a common yeah. thing in a London film festival.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they, they see you as exotic. For example, oh, yeah, one of the tips I would say if you're trying to get your film into international film festivals is um, as little dialogue as possible. Really, just show the story through images because th- then that is translatable in any culture. And we you know le- lack of language. When you show the story through pictures and and not loads of dialogue, then it's already readily available for their film festival. They put it as short before a feature. That's another thing, as short as possible. Yeah, I'm under the impression our film festival went from five minutes down to three. And now we're saying, okay, you can enter it as long as it's three minutes point something. So it's up to four, really. But I'm more more in tune with uh, less is better. There's a film festival actually in Belfast called the 15 Second Film Festival mm. and you think you can't tell a story in 15 seconds or make a point, Oh, well, you can, you can do it. Well if you think, have you seen, have
0: you seen the trend for this? The, the Vine films which has 6 second wow. video messages? Wow. There's a, guy, there's a writer called Brian Cockleman, yeah. he wrote uh, Ocean's 11 or Ocean's oh, 12 yeah. and he does script tips yeah. every yeah. week yeah. in 6 seconds yeah. and it will be a series of clips and it will come yeah, together. Yeah. I mean,
2: the downside is you're left wanting more
0: immediately, mm. wanting more. But what is, it, what, is it, well, what is it about short films that appeals to you anyway over, over a feature film? Because they are very different art forms, aren't they?
2: Yes. Yes. Well, if you're going to make a short film, I, I'd say there are a number of reasons why you would make a short film rather than slogging away trying to make a feature, which, you know, is possible. You can do it in a weekend, every weekend for a year, you'll have a feature film at the end of it. I would say that a short film... You know, it falls under certain categories. One, one, you try to create a calling card because you're trying to get into the industry. You're going to say, so, you know, you go to this production company, they say, well, what have you done? And then you can show them, these are my short films that I've done. This is what I've been involved in. You know, it shows real promise and it shows what talent you've got. Secondly, it's, you know, it's a cheap way to practice filmmaking.
0: Right.
2: And, and as they say cheap, it's also, it's, you, you need limited money and you need limited time. It's not you're not blocking off whole sections of your, your year. You can do it in a day, you can do it in a weekend, you can do it over a week, you can do it, you know, in an hour if you, if you're really quick. Thirdly, is that fourth? Third, let's say third. You can you you can it can be a promotion to a bigger idea that you've got. If you want to make a feature, you can use it as a, a, a trailer side thing. I mean there was a famous one. There was a film called District 9 made in South Africa. I don't know if you've seen that. I but what well, he started with um, a short film mm. and based on the back of that he raised funds from it.
0: James based- Wan and yeah. Lee Wynnell did the yeah. same we saw they they made a ten minute short film, stroke scene, and that essentially yeah encapsulated the tone of the film they wanted to make and, and brought them one and a half million from New Line. Or yeah,
2: because they they can see they can see the vision of the longer film yeah. from what you're showing in the short film, so you know it should be succinct and should be you know punching towards mm. that big feature and there's another trend also on, on on the internet called web series where you make a short film but it's not mm. a standalone it's a series there's a famous one called um something office linebacker is an american one really yeah. really good
0: well i i mean i recently yeah. interviewed um johnny owen for the podcast and um he he released a feature film called svengali um comes out at the end of march and um that is born out of a web series that began yeah. in 2010. Yeah. It was, a, it was a monthly thing that went out with eight minutes on yeah. YouTube yeah. about this guy managing a band, yeah. and he went to TV with it, yeah. and then by the time TV were interested, yeah. there was interest to make it into a film. They got a backer, and then suddenly it grew up. But because he'd done all of the web series, yeah. he knew his lead character, so writing a bigger script for it exactly. was a whole lot because you knew who you were writing exactly.
2: for. Exactly and I'm with a web series you know you can quantify you can look you can analyze the numbers you can see how many followers you're getting you can add depth to the characters as well you can it's not like just a one three minute film mm. you know you can follow these characters and if you start getting followers they're going to start expecting it they're going to see, they're going to see the development in in your in your plots great I you know I I'm I'm a big fan of short films i mean, i always say when we go into the into the colleges and talk to the kids just make a short film make it as you know as good as you can but you have to make it for a reason why are you may ask yourself why are you making the short film
0: So being compelled to make it as much as yeah. just wouldn't it be fun to make it yeah,
2: yeah yeah or or you just want to practice making films
0: so let's let's remind ourselves then so it's what's the website address
2: it's um Walthamstow international film festival
0: dot com okay and there you can find all the details about submissions submissions and all the other event all the other events you're involved with doing that are Public access, if they are. Absolutely. I, mean, I, I went along to a um, Hitchcock session yeah. at the Vestry
2: Museum. Yeah, yeah, it we do. I I say, we do some workshops as well. with yeah. Specialist workshops. The Hitchcock yeah. Stewart was there. Yeah. There's a script writing one. or working with actors. This year we're going to do one on experimental film, which is um, my bag. Oh, I love experimental films. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's, how the what, come what,
0: to... what would be? What's an experimental film that that the listeners should uh, should check out that would that would show what it is you like about yeah. it, the experimental film that's
2: a that's a good question I mean, I mean there's, there's a, a history of experimental film film going right back to the early Russians but if, if you want to watch something recently I tell you what I like I I am a big um, follower now of found film footage which is my bag yeah you know, I'll go to car boot sales go to eBay and I buy old super 8 film and from the film I cut it up and make it into a different film and then put a narrative on top of it.
0: That's a very art school thing, isn't it? I mean, because obviously now the semantics and meaning of found footage
2: yeah.
0: is Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, whereas that's a different. No, no, but but, but like I say, but 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 before all those kind yeah. of marketing terms yeah. were were decided, found footage was yes. the idea of you find some you footage find in film, do you develop it, and yeah, then yeah. you work with what you've
2: got. That's 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 correct. Yeah, yeah, and and I've seen that in a few films, I think. But the fan footage that we do is um, you find it, and, and a lot of it's home movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the home movie. One, because I think it's historical. Two, because I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm into people picking up a camera and using it. Mm-hmm. And, and thirdly, you know, it's an art. It's folk art as far as I'm concerned. If you watch, if you watch those programs on TV, Harry Hill, You've Been Framed and all that, they're funny, you know, they're falling over stuff. But at the same time, you can look at people's lives. You see what they're wearing, you see their house, you see their car, you see you see their life, really. You, you know, they're celebrating a party or something. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. So if, if the experimental film angle that I work on at the moment is um, there's a, a famous filmmaker in New York called Jonas Mekas, who was originally from Lithuania. And he set up the big New York 1970s art scene, um, Helping people to create and produce and to show their experimental film. And at the same time, he did a lot of home movies. And and from those home movies, well, you know, he he knew famous people, so you know, like John Lennon and Yoko Ono and Andy Warhol. So his home movies have got famous people in them. So there again you get the perspective. You you see John Lennon when he's not showing off to the camera, and you see Andy Warhol when he's not sort of posing for, for the lens. They're actually just having dinner or just walking around and looking at books on the shelf mm. and stuff. Yeah, it's a real insight. Yeah, Jonas Mekas.
0: Okay. Check well, him out. He's well, still
2: alive. He's 90-whatever.
0: We'll take that recommendation. Still- I, I sent him an
2: email recently. I sent him an email because he's got this uh, website. I said, Jonas, stay alive. I'm coming to New York. I want to meet you. <laughs> yeah, that's big impact on my filmmaking. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think he needs a bit more recognition. So you, you, you it's an international
0: film festival. So where, where have you received... So far, have you started weeding through what you've been sent?
2: Yeah, at the moment, well, with film festivals, you'll find, if you run one yourself, you get um, you get a dribs and drabs and a dribble, and then so all of a sudden, the last month, they start coming in. Uh-huh. Um, so, at the moment, I think we've got about 20, 30 films, uh-huh. you know, from places like Turkey, from the United States, ones from Mexico, some from Spain and Italy, um, and also, what we're doing this year is, you don't have to send it physically, you can upload it to sites, Okay. There's a few sites called Fest Home and uh, Festival Freeway. These sort. Of, if you go online and just say list of film festivals, you'll see them all there. Well
0: do you want, we'll, we'll we'll put a link up with the um, yeah. with with the Great. To, I mean, is the links off your website to these things? Uh yes, there are. Okay, okay, so we we'll...
2: And and these these festival sites, you might have to pay a couple of dollars or a couple of euros, but that would just be the same as sending it by post.
0: Yeah, so basically, it's a way. It's a way of having a place that you can constantly yeah, yeah. then resubmit to yeah, the festivals.
2: Yeah. There's no need to send it with you know the postman. It just goes up to the internet and then we download. You, it. you download it yeah. to
0: watch it. Okay. Um. Now thinking about it, this being Britflix. Yeah. I'd like you to maybe recommend to the Britflix listener. Yes. Um, a couple of uh, British shorts, which are maybe classics in their own right, but might deserve a little more kudos. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: that's a a great question, and and I've been asked that before actually. And and the person that I really respect, and um, somebody that people should, you know, follow and look out for, is a filmmaker in Britain. You you probably know him, Shane Meadows.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wherever's Uber?
2: Yeah. So Shane Meadows, you know, a little bit of his background. He started um you know he grew up in a town in in the midlands utoxita i think it was called yeah in in thatchers britain when there wasn't a lot of work oh yeah um and his dad was a lorry driver so he was at home a lot on his own Mm. and uh you know he's he's not like george clooney let's say and his mate said uh, why don't you come and join this drama club it's full of women and no blokes And he thought, well, he might get a chance, you know, get a few dates out of it at least. So he joined this drama group in Utoxita, and he said, yeah, we're just acting and stuff. And then they had these cameras, and we started, I was just trying to, you know, get off with girls, really. But then I got interested in acting, and I got interested in working with a camera. And at the weekends, they used to let us take the cameras out. That's right. And his friend there was um, an actor called uh, Paddy Coss- Considine. Yeah, yeah.
0: Famous, so there was famous, those two. very famous man there.
2: That's right. He was in a lot of Shane's earlier films. So they used to just go out in the car with the camera and start making short films. And they'd use themselves. They'd just dress up with wigs and stuff on. And then they start using their mates on the estate. You know, mates who were just on the dole and stuff. And Oh, come on, let's do it. We'll just have a laugh. And he started making these short films. And then he wanted to show them. They're all on video. And uh, they went to... Um, I think the local town where they were moved to then was near Nottingham and they went to this film club in Nottingham and said, we've got these videos we want to show you. i show films. And uh, they were a bit snooty with them saying, oh, we only show cine here. It's only like 16mm. Yeah, oh, he was filming a video, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah. So I thought... Oh, what the hell? And then he decided to open his own film club showing video. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they started this film club. He, he was an inspiration for me for doing, for doing uh, what we do. Uh, he started showing these films and then this guy came down from ITV, I think the Midlands channel, and he was just, you know, scouting around looking at different stuff. And he liked one of Shane's films and it was called um, Where's the Money Ronnie? It uh-huh. still stands up. It's still a great short film done on the cheap with his mates. But the way he edits it, the way he cut, you know, the way that it's all cut together, and the way that acts and you, you watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay, where's the money, Ronnie? By Shane Meadows. That's a fairly good recommendation. I
0: think I've seen it a while ago. I might yeah, have yeah. to check that out. There's,
2: there's another filmmaker in Scotland as well, Lynn Ramsey, who did. Um, we need to talk about um, Kevin. Kevin. That's and, it. And, um, recently, Ratcatcher and. Catcher, yeah. And a few other films. But she started off making great short films as well. Mm. So, you know, check out some of her early stuff.
0: And also that backs to what you were saying earlier about the short being a kind of playground to, to hone your skills as a yes. filmmaker. absolutely. And have the confidence to then take on a feature film when, Absolutely, when time and money allows.
2: And and oh, I, I should also say that there's no excuse if you're a filmmaker for not making a film nowadays. It's not about money. You mm. just, you can do it on your phone. In fact, my, my camera now is my iPod. It's just in my pocket. I just bring it out when I need it. I used to, you know, I used to have those big canons and the big Sony's and you know the shoulder-held ones and the, you know the Canon Five Ds and stuff. But I wasn't using them enough. I I'd say that iPhone in your pocket or any sort of smartphone with a decent camera on it is, is good enough, and you can edit it at home. Mm. Really, it's it's. I don't know if they call it iPhoneography. I don't know what it's called now, but you can get you can get apps on it. You can make it look like Super Eight. You can do what all sorts of stuff.
0: Well, that sounds that sounds very exciting. And no excuses. No, no, no. There's no excuses whatsoever. So let's remind everyone again. The website is international dot com. And it's sub four minute short films you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. And it's, we're quite
2: flexible, but you know.
0: But but don't Jim, take Jim, the mick. Yeah, so, so so four to five minutes is the kind of maximum they're looking for.
2: I would I would suggest though, if you make a film, don't have a minute of credits if it's a four minute film. Hmm. What's the point? Just put a website on the end and say the credits are all on that. You're cutting into your viewing time.
0: Okay, well, that's, that's, that's another <laughs> little top tip at the end. Uh, the submission date is when? when, when uh, well, the, the deadline is, is April the thirtieth. Okay, okay, yeah. and you could do all that through the website via various film yeah. submission yeah. uploads, download. Things. and you'll
2: be and you you know you're in a competition. It's with the BFI and stuff. But, you know, if you don't make the shortlist, it's not a problem. People will still watch your film.
0: Brilliant. I'll
2: certainly watch it.
0: All right. Well, look, thanks very much for your time, Paul. Thank you, Stuart. All right. And good luck with the next. E17 International Film Festival.
2: On awesome stop International Film Festival. That as well. <laughs> nice one, mate. It's the Britlicks.com podcast. It's the Britlicks.com
0: podcast.